This is going to make sure the audio is good for the stream. Can you uh, talk for a second? Who, me? Yeah. Hi. Keep talking. Okay. Can you hear me? Do I sound okay? Is my voice okay? Do I look okay? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> Thank you. So um, I don't know if you want to send the link to anybody. Uh, so we could just take like the next minute or so to send the link to everyone we know. Make sure that you take that link if you're joining in. Appreciate everybody already in the chat. We already have four. Let's get it up to 10. Um, if you're rocking with us, take the link. Share with somebody that you know. Share with your social media accounts. Um, all will be appreciated. This is going to be a good conversation. I'm going to send it to the guys, too. They better tune in. Actually, with a question. Shout out to the gang. Uh, you think we sound muffled? Not no more. You all sound fine now, yeah. How's your day going? It's going pretty good. How about yours? Tired. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I am tired. I'm, I'm exhausted. Not for you on that. We're gonna be here for a while. I feel like I'm always tired. Work a lot. So the link that's like in my browser. No, 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 no. The YouTube link. The yeah, YouTube just link. go to YouTube and just share that one. Because you're gonna have, <laughs> I'm gonna send it you're to have all of them in here, like talking in with you. <laughs> okay. That's, that's exclusive. Man. And that's only for you. Okay. Cool. Thanks. I right, just sent it to you. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Send, yeah. Send, send. That, that dull time where it's like, all right, just got to make sure the links get sent out. Then we're going to get started. Why do we can't hear the music? Oh, it don't even matter. Let's go, let's go. Guess and Bella ninety two, and yo, two days apart is crazy. Like I, I'm still like, hey, how did you I not know that? Like, again, I really didn't care about a lot of shit. <laughs> I just, I was just like so like fixated with song. Did you say you didn't, you didn't care about me? Is that what you said? No, I, no. I, I said I said I just didn't care about a lot of things when I was in school. So it's like if it wasn't. You know, like the was it if it wasn't the house, it was kind of like, you know what I mean, um, I messed with a lot of people though. I had like I had friends and shit like that. It wasn't like a square, <laughs> but like birthdays though, like that was just like even to this day, the, the 
people that I was closest with in the house, I don't know their birthdays by heart. Nah, no funny shit. Though. How many people's birthdays you really know? Like, my mom. Besides your mom. I know my mom and my kids. Yeah, mom, kids. I mean, kids. Mom, uh, girl, sister, and my, my, yeah, my right hand man. That's about it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Nah, I don't know Justin's birthday. I don't know his, I don't know his birthday either. When's your birthday? January 18th. Oh, it passed? Yeah. He said it passed. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm a, I'm a human calendar. I remember everybody's birthday, just randomly. That's good. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, I gotta look, I gotta wait for like Facebook to tell me somebody's birthday. Yo, if it wasn't for Facebook, I, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, oh, or, or when you order, or I'm on Instagram and they, and they have like the, the everybody's like saying happy birthday. Oh shit, happy birthday! I remember. I don't remember. I typically try to tell people happy birthday before they make a post, so that way they know I knew it was their birthday and that I didn't like figure out it was their birthday. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be waiting. I'll be if I don't talk to them all day, but like ten o'clock, and I see it on Instagram. Oh shit, happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm not the I'm not the happy birthday person unless like people are already posting it, stuff like that. Other than that, I don't know your birthday. Nothing, nothing personal though. It's all love. <laughs> all right, let's get started. Make sure that you um send that link out to somebody that you know. We appreciate you. We got eight people in the chat right now. Let's bump it up to ten. Um, we have the lovely Amber on right now. I gotta make sure to give you your round of applause. Uh, let's just try it out. See if it happens. You want to stream, Kev? You want to stream or no? Just trying to make sure that the audio is. All right, cool. Yeah. You get a, somebody get on the stream just to make sure. Huh? Come on. All right. All right. So let's. So uh, yes, yes, we have Amber on we went to school together back in the day in the mean streets of green castle indiana the yeah. reddest of red states in america don't do that don't do that <laughs> that's not true like i mean we up there <laughs> no, listen, I, my i knew i was in there was two signs that i knew i was in indiana no three signs one was the cornfields. Everybody says that. Cornfields let me know that I was in Indiana. Um, the second one was when I was at the, when I got to my room and I turned on the TV and I saw a Colts commercial. I'd never seen an Indianapolis Colts commercial in my life until I got to Indianapolis. Um, but I mean... That's like me seeing an Atlanta Falcons commercial in Indiana, you know? Like, what do you mean? I don't, when I, oh, I know, but it's like you don't, <laughs> like you don't realize those things until it actually happens. It's like, oh, oh I see what you're I've saying. Never okay. seen a Coke commercial before, like, until you okay. see it. Okay. Um, and you know, at the time, I'm like 18, 17, or however you old when you start uh, college, but um, so yeah, that was two, and then number three was, fuck, I just forgot. Um, said cornfields commercial oh i went to walmart and i seen a guy with a gun on his hip <laughs> just like walking around casually 
that that's a green castle thing. Let's be let's be clear. That's a green castle thing. Like you're an indie, people aren't walking around with guns on their hips. Like, no. They just got on the front, their front uh passenger side of their car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, welcome, welcome. Let me give you a real round of applause. Thank you. Yes, this has been a long time coming. We've been discussing this for, I think, over a year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, pretty much my fault. I flaked and messed up a few times. And, you know, but but we're here now. I'm happy to have you. Um, Thank you. Like I said, it's been a long time coming. It's going to be a great conversation. Uh, on the flyer, it said basketball commentator and sports analyst. If you've ever been on her Twitter account, you know she don't play about her sports. She is a fan of your team. She was going to ride out for y'all. But if you are the ops, <laughs> boy, oh boy, even if you're the ops on the team that she likes, it could be a rough day for you. So um, to get started, let's, let's, let's talk about the Celtics. So Celtics are in a tough cookie right now. Um, they, they, they're clawing back. It's 3-2 right now. But at one point, it was 3-0. At that moment, did you hit the panic button? Absolutely. I don't think there's a single Celtics fan who was not like, this is, this is crazy. I will say, though, we work better under pressure. Mm-hmm. Every single series, we've had to be under pressure in order to excel. But why Why do you think that is, though? Why does it have to take us being down in order to wake up? That's actually a really good question. I think, I, I mean, I feel like in anything, really, a lot of people work better under pressure. Like, I, I just think about even myself. Um when I have like all the time in the world to figure it out. Mm, that's a valid point. But then as soon as it's like, if I don't figure it out, that's when I really like do my best, which is bad. Like it's like a spirit of procrastination, you know, but I also feel like at the same time, when it comes to like our team, mm. they kind of take a little bit of time finding their niche. So I just think even like last season, we had a really, really strong season this year. Um, But the beginning of last season, we were like, I want to say we was down to like maybe 11, 12. We was, we was at the bottom of like the East, like um, the roster. We were there for up until I think January, January, there was like a turning point and we started winning, 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 winning. And we got up to the number one spot in the East, and then we dropped to two, and we finished two. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, with our team, like, sometimes, like, they're trying to, like, kind of get into the swing of it. And then once they got it, they're it, they're rolling. But in it, in it, like, for fans, it's like, whoa, like, what's, what's going on? We need y'all to get in the game. Like, I'm looking at it, I'm watching it. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like. Mm-hmm. Come on, but it works better for them that way. And you, so, go ahead. Do you think that they saw Miami and just took it for granted? Like, we got this? 
And see, and that's another thing with Miami because they almost didn't even make it to the playoffs. They lost the first game of the play-in to the Hawks and then, like, ended up winning the next play-in game. And then now they're one game away from going to the championship. So it's like no one really was expecting the Heat to come out the East. They still ain't came out yet. Let's be clear. They ain't came out yet. Yeah. But like nobody was maybe Heat fans, but other than that, nobody was expecting. Neither, neither the Heat fans. You said what? Neither the Heat fans. They didn't think they was gonna make it this far. I think there were some hopefuls, <laughs> some delusionals. Like, like Nick fans, they they thought they was making it to this. They definitely did. I one of my best friends is a Knicks fan, and he was definitely like, "Man, we about to we about to close this out." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to take whatever Nick's jersey he has <laughs> to go to the backyard and burn it. He's dedicated. He's like me. Nick and then, and then, no, not only burn it, then put it back together and then burn it again. <laughs> That's what the Knicks fans have to get into the habit of doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Celtics. I'm gonna put ten minutes on the clock for this for this conversation. Okay. All right, let's let me get the timer. So the first question is. What do the Celtics have to do to win this series? Ten minutes on the clock. Well, first of all, they got to stop Jimmy. They did. They've been doing a really good job these last two games of like. I want to say like their their this last game their defense was incredible. Like they were really serious. Um, but I don't think it's just even like one specific it's not one specific thing like overall they have to like be more committed to to whatever it is that they're doing they have to be more com committed like the first three games i really just didn't see that i didn't see any commitment to from my perspective it didn't look that way um game three Literally, the Heat ran away with the game. I'm just like, yo, what are y'all doing? Y'all already lost two at home, which didn't make any sense. Then you go to Miami and basically, like, didn't even try. Mm -hmm. And for me, I my thing is when you have someone like Jason Tatum, the caliber, he, and granted, I give Jason a hard time. I give him a harder time than I probably give teams that I don't like. I give him a hard time. But when he's at his best, there is literally no ceiling. Seriously. The issue is he's, and I call him a wild card. We don't know when we're going to get his best. It's play the Pistons and score 42 points. Bravo. That's, that's wonderful. But if you're going to score nine points, in a playoff game and we're down like that 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 can't happen mm -hmm. and so like jason Jalen, this this series i don't know where Jalen has been and y'all know i had i wore my jersey yes i've worn my Jalen brown jersey for the past like eight games in a row mm -hmm. like i love him love Jalen, but i don't know where he's been, I feel like he's almost kind of checked out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but like them two, 
Like, I feel like when when Jason is having a good game, everyone else has a good game. If you pay attention, when he's doing well, everyone else is doing well. And then when he's not doing great, everyone else has to figure it out. And I just don't feel like they have the same motivation. Mm -hmm. Jason is clearly like he's the leader of the team. And when you think about it, if you go to work and your boss is like not working, kind of chilling, you're going to be chilling too. And so, like when when he's not he's not doing his his best, like it it really it it impacts everyone else, and that's why like when people compare him to like some of these greats, I'm like, nah, Michael Jordan made his team like his team was better because he was so good, and even with Kobe Bryant, like his team was better because he was so good, and Jason, I feel like. If he was more consistent with the level, the level that he can play to, if he was more consistent there, it it was it's nothing like nobody could touch them. Mm-hmm. I I think the consistency has to be bumped up to answer your question. Right, you 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 being a little too nice. Here we go. So, uh, Tatum, you gotta wake up, bro. The inconsistent up and down. I'm going to wait till my back is against the wall to start acting like a superstar. This light skin stuff got to stop. <laughs> it got to stop. The pretty boy light skin coming in with the all white suit in Miami. Like, come on, man. We're like, what, what are we doing here? At this point in time, you got to get in kill mode. And I don't really see that from him on a night in, night out basis. And, and there's no disrespect to him, but it, he idolizes Kobe Bryant. Right, he has the pictures, the posts, the jerseys, and I think he has the potential to get to that caliber of a player. But right now, without the skill set, I have to see the mindset. Right, I don't see the mindset to be like, all right, game one, we putting our foot. We're not playing. We're trying to sweep them. You want to get them out of here? I didn't see that. I saw the lacks of days are cool. I'm going to shoot 18 threes. I'm not driving to the basket. I'm crying for pounds if I get hit. I don't see it. Him not driving, that kills me. That that kills me. Because I'm just like, well, because Jason does not get fouls. To be a superstar, he, he doesn't get foul calls. He just doesn't. Like, it was one game. I think he shot, like, maybe he went to the free throw line, like, maybe six times. And I was like, that's, like, the most I've seen. Like, he does not get foul calls. And I think that's why he's very hesitant on driving because he knows he's not going to get those calls. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do it anyway. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even with that, I don't know if that is that coaching where they're designing an offensive scheme that's built around him making threes and then, like, driving to the basket of secondary – or is it that's just his style of play and who he's going to be? He's going to be a three-point shooter who's probably a slightly above average, an above-average three-point shooter, uh, but is very streaky. Mm-hmm. But the nights when he's driving to the basket and he's being aggressive at the rim, it opens the floor for everything else. But I want to push this, you know, while we're on this topic, what do they have to do to win? Turnovers. In order for the Celtics to win, they have to stop the turnovers. Is that a Tatum and Brown issue or is that a Marcus Smart issue? So 
this this year, Jason has gotten a lot better. I remember um, playoff series. I went and took screenshots. I have the NBA app on my phone. <laughs> I went and took screenshots of every single time Jason had over five turnovers, like throughout the playoff series. And like I tweeted it because like someone was trying to argue with me about like Jason turning over or Jalen turning over the ball just as much as Jason. Now this season, they could probably argue that with me. But last season, I, I was like, no, like I think he had like nine turnovers one game. It was very, very, very frustrating. And it, it started like when they played Brooklyn the very first round, when they played Milwaukee, when they played Miami, and then in the finals, it was just, it was ridiculous. And I was just like, man, like, if you would just control the ball, then a lot of those points that the other team is getting, because I remember in the championship, I don't remember the exact number, but it was a high number of the points that uh, the Warriors score was on Celtic turnovers. And I'm like, you could have literally cut their cut a third of their points off if y'all just held on to the ball. But now it's Jalen doing like getting all these turnovers. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, I granted, you know, I Mark Marcus has his time too, but like Jalen and Jason are different. Like Marcus Smart can go on any team and be a role player and it'll be fine or whatever but like Jason is supposed to be the franchise player Jalen like y'all come on like y'all should not be there's no way there's two no way warning. two minute warning what'd you say two minute warning oh. Gally, last thought what do they have to do to win you're the coach no. what are you telling these players in the locker room going into game six um I'm gonna I'm gonna say three things right consistency um, I want Jason to stop being um, afraid to to drive, like we were saying earlier, um, shooting 10,000 threes and making five of them. Like, we're not, we can't do that. And then I would agree with you on the turnovers, like control the ball. I'm not going to hurt. Yeah, his, like, his right or left hand, I think he had, like, a, a cut on his hand and it's been, like, bleeding a lot lately. Uh, but that cut happened months ago, and it's odd. I don't know why he didn't get it stitched up or something like that. But it's he also put his mask back on because apparently, like the first the game when he took it off, he got hit in the face again, so he put his mask back on. Not going over the place. Do you, do you give him any like any any because he's hurt and all that shit? Like nah, you playing you on the floor? Figure it out. Nobody yeah, cares. Exactly. No, we're not doing that. Nobody care about that. Figure it out. Jordan played with the flu. Allegedly. Well, I knew you was going to say that. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> allegedly, LeBron has played through a bunch of injuries. So, you yeah, have no, broken, broken stuff and everything. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. You and I love Jalen. So, no, so, you, so, you said your three things. I'm not going to lie. You didn't sound confident when you said those three things. Really? So, no, you didn't. I, I'm, I wanted you I to. like you're being too nice right Yeah, now. like I wanted you to. Say it as if you were in the locker room with them. You are in the locker room. You're the coach. I'm about to go through the tunnel. What are you telling them? That's the buzzer. I mean, you can redo it if you want. Man, okay. I just, I don't, like, you want me to, like, say it more aggressively or, like, pick I just want, I just wanted you to be, I wanted, I wanted to feel as if as I was Jalen Brown, we're going to go through the tunnel and win this game. 
And I want from, to feel motivated. Yeah. And from okay, that, I'm gonna you know, Jay, I, what I'm going to tell Jalen basically is, nigga, I mean, sorry. See, now <laughs> you want me to take it there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the real Amber. Go ahead. I'd be like, uh, look, you need to find somebody, find somebody open. Find somebody open. If you can't control the ball, you need to find somebody open. Period. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm still kind of being nice, but. They're saying they need Twitter Amber. We need Twitter Amber to come oh, out. Oh, right that's, that's, that a fact. Can, do you mind if I just read some of your Let's tweets? Some of these tweets? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it. I did, right, I did tweet Jalen um, a couple weeks ago and I was, I, I added Kyrie Irving and I said, get with him and have him help you with ball handling and free throws. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, missing free throws. That's that's insane. Mm. That's insane. You shouldn't be missing free throws. That's that's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Jalen or Jason, you shouldn't be missing free throws. No. I'm gonna go through some of these, um, <laughs> if you don't mind. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, May 11th. I won't utter another word about Jason Tatum. <laughs> um, where are the Jason Tatum fanboys? <laughs> I guess this was about the Philly series. Arden finna have another silly game, and Jason Tatum is doing absolutely nothing as usual. Um, I'm trying to find something positive about Jalen. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Yeah, you think um, you're gonna find one? I won't rest until. <laughs> I won't rest until Jason Tatum knows me and he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to blame Jason Tatum so bad, but the man went for 38 points today. Okay, so I'm positive. Wow. That was positive, yeah. I'm positive. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see, let's see. You just put Tatum in, or that's really all her favorite? This is hers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a, a tweet. Jason Tatum is a top 10 player in the NBA. You retweeted it and said, false. He's not even top 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um... What was the date on that one? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me go back to that. Uh, I'll just miss it. Back. Oh, here. He's not top ten though. Let's. That was April twenty sixth. Okay. Twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Yeah, I figured that was yeah. last year. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was twenty two. Um. All right. Let's try to get more recent. Let me see. Jason Tatum is not doing enough. Um, dragged me because I said Tatum has turnovers when it mattered the most. You'd be shooting at his hip. Um, trying to find something. one more positive. I've kept this to myself for quite some time. Tatum has a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, these you said something yeah, positive. That was positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm gonna put ten minutes back on the clock. The next uh, topic is: Should the Celtics break up Tatum and Brown this offseason? Ten minutes. On the clock. Okay, so for this one, <laughs> I have two two theories. So a while back, maybe like last month. I said, yeah, send Jason's ass to L.A. or wherever the heck he wants to be and let Jalen take his role as the real franchise player. So that's what I said probably about a month ago. Um, I definitely feel like the Celtics can build around Jalen. I think that would be 
super dope. Um, but I do know, like, in the context of this question, the split up would not be Jason leaving because he has a guaranteed contract. Mm -hmm. Jalen is the one who's about to be a free agent. Um, it happens. Uh, I definitely think that they should remain a duo. Um, if the like, if the Celtics are going to keep Jason, then yes, I think they should remain a duo. Um, is it realistic? I don't think anybody is pressed any black man anyway is pressed to play for the Celtics. So if Jalen becomes a free agent and he gets a better opportunity somewhere else, I definitely could see him leaving. I could see someone said something about him going to uh, the Knicks. That's not going to happen. I could see him playing for um, Miami. Um, I could see him playing for the Pacers. <laughs> I think he would be wonderful for us. Um some people are saying like the Lakers would try to get him. Um, I feel like Jalen would go anywhere and be phenomenal. Um, as far as should they be split up, I don't think they should be. But I mean, like this is this is really how the NBA works now. People don't stay, you know, committed and loyal to um, a city. And I'm not calling Jalen disloyal by any means. Yeah. But, like, they don't stay really on one team long. Like you know, they'll do whatever. For whatever years and then they'll they'll move on to another city or whatever especially like if they haven't won any championships then move on figure out where i can fit in i feel like he would fit in anywhere um if he leaves i feel like it would are like the celtics would it would be they would take a really big hit um i don't think jason can do it on his own i don't um he it's not winning games now, like without help. So, um, if if Jalen were to leave, then he, it would need to be someone to come to come in and fill his role. Mm -hmm. um, but hey, aren't they the most winningest duo right now? I don't know. Uh, Stephen Clay died. No, this season. Hold oh. on, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's 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 unpack what you just said. Stephen Clay died. Clay Thompson is a front runner. So before we get into that conversation, did you did you watch this? They last this this last season. They yeah. never they they only won at home. Like I don't think they won like more than ten games, ten away <laughs> games. Right? That's not a a winning duo. Like y'all do good at home. Congratulations, but like no no no. See you. I and it kills me to say this because I am not a Warriors fan. I can't believe I'm about to just defend them. But with that being said, the Warriors, until they have consistent seasons of not winning championships, we cannot just say that they're done, right? They literally just beat the Celtics last year. They made it to the second round this year. They just, Yeah, they made it to the second round this year. Um, and I think they could have beaten the Lakers had they had a couple more pieces with them. So I think they continue to build around their big three. I don't think their window is wide open as it was four or five years ago, but I think they can get one or two more before Steph, Clay, and Draymond hang up the shoes or break up the team. I think they break them up real soon. I don't think so. That they, I'm, I'm hearing Draymond going to L.A. I mean, we, you know what I mean. Everybody's going to LA. Jalen Brown's going to LA. Everybody want to go to LA. Randall's going to LA. Oh no, I don't. Uh, don't uh, we don't need him back. Huh? We don't need him back. I'm just saying. I mean, everybody's going to LA. Kyrie's going to LA. Like they don't have enough money for everybody. 
But I do think that the Warriors have a couple more runs in them, potentially. Uh, but I think that because their younger players didn't develop as good as they would have hoped, like Jordan Poole, Kaminga, Rooney, uh, they, they didn't pan out to be what they thought they were going to be. So they have to kind of get some more young guys in there. And if they do that, they'll be competing like they were doing in years past. Jordan Poole is a con artist. Jordan Poole is um, Caleb Martin is what Jordan Poole was expected to be, if that makes sense. So, like, I'll I'll explain. So this whole like we this whole undrafted G League because like Caleb Martin was two seconds from going to the G League. Right. Cody, his twin, got signed to the Hornets. Or got drafted, sorry, drafted to the Hornets. Caleb was on his way to the G League, and they signed him on the Hornets as well um, right before. And then he got traded to the Heat. And now he's very close to being a contender for a championship, and he's very, very crucial to the Heat's success, very crucial, like – no one's gonna look at Caleb Martin and be like, oh, this nigga is a con artist. Sorry, I said it again. <laughs> but no one's gonna look at him and say, like, oh, he's a scammer. Like, Jordan Poole is a con artist. Like, how did you even get here, dude? Like, he's a whole con artist. Like, am I the only one who thinks this? Like, I, I, no I do. I, I do think you're the only one that feels that way because con artist is such a strong word. He played well last year. Last year, what is he doing this year? I feel like if he had played the first, like the first half this year, you said what? The first half this year. Wait, what did you say? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. He played well the first half of this year. Like after, after he got punched in his face, and then they came out. They came out swinging. No pun intended. And then, then, then something just happened. I don't know. He was nowhere to be found in the playoffs. Yeah, like. I don't really feel like Clay had a really good playoff run either. But he didn't have either. But I feel like I feel like Clay is is almost. I think it's almost done for Clay. I think that injury. He's not. He's not himself. Mm-hmm. He's not. I feel like he he's tries, but he, he has no jump, no anything. Like no, he he can't. He can't. His he can shoot, but it's not there no more. Like he misses like fucking. He shoots twenty, misses nineteen. You should read my tweets about Clay Thompson. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have a question for you. You have tweets about AD. I need to see those. I don't think so. <laughs> I, uh, I call him Eyebrow. All right, that's it. He's- but I was defending. Honestly, I actually got into a Twitter beef with someone. I was defending um, Anthony Davis. What was this? When All they right. played the first game against the Nuggets, I was defending him hard. And I'm not a Laker fan. I'm not an Anthony Davis fan. But, I mean, he was, he had 40 points and 10 rebounds. Someone was basically trying to argue me that if he had 17 rebounds, they would have won. Hmm. No. no. No one – come on now. No. But I'm like 40 – like, he put up 40 points and 10, 10 rebounds. Like, he was really, like, the only one that was really trying for it. LeBron James had, like, 22 points. And he was like – he basically – I mean, oh, well, LeBron – because I'm like, come on, this is LeBron. You should be scoring 30, 30-something 30 every game. He like, LeBron don't have to score 30, and LeBron don't have to get double rebounds. I'm like, okay. He had – okay, let's – if we're going to go with your argument, LeBron had 12 rebounds. 
take seven of those rebounds, give them to AD. LeBron still has 22 points and five rebounds at this point. Y'all still lose the game. The rebounds were there. If you say LeBron doesn't have to have double rebounds, he can have five then, right? Then them seven rebounds was there. They just wasn't ADs. So now what? Y'all still lost the game. And that's the point I'm trying to make. He tried to say, like, oh, we lost because of Anthony Davis. I feel like Anthony Davis played his ass off. Could he have rebounded a little more? Yeah. But, like, come on now. LeBron like, fans always put past the blame to somebody else. Yeah, they're the delusion. They're very delusional. Laker fans are delusional in general. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> right, what you say? Say, say what you got to say. Who, me? Oh, no, I was just saying, they, okay, I'll skip over that. <laughs> <laughs> Are we delusional? Laker fans? Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, hmm. Where do I want to go with this? <laughs> Y'all don't really have a good team. Like, I know that. Okay. Not, well, thank you. Well, you're I'm not a Laker fan. Like, this guy really tried to argue me and basically was like, you must not watch it. That's why. I'm like. We had a, we had a you know, better team. We had a better team. After the trade deadline, yeah. yeah. But it was all right. Yeah, I didn't, uh, make, yeah, I didn't make the Anthony play Davis, game last year. Anthony Davis wasn't consistent. He had one game. He played good. Next game, he played like shit. One game, he played good. Next game, he played like shit. He was, he was, he was, and he's made a fucking paper. He's always getting hurt. He is always hurt. Always hurt. Every time he goes to the floor, everybody's like, oh man, there we go. Uh, I'm not delusional. I'm, I'll tell you the truth about them. That's fair. I feel like LeBron was inconsistent too. Yeah, he was. I'm, I'm not a LeBron fan either. So okay. Wait, okay. so wait. Are, you say you're Kobe? I'm a Laker fan, yeah. I'm a oh, Kobe. Okay, Laker. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm not a LeBron fan. I give Kobe his respect. I feel like. 2010 was just kind of like we want Kobe to get another ring, so they helped him out. But other than that, like I give Kobe his respect. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that that Kendrick Perkins injury is what stopped the the Celtics from going back to back. That Kendrick was definitely Perkins. Yeah, yeah, because Kendrick Perkins got hurt, and then Rasheed Wallace had to start out center. He was like 38 yeah, at the was. time. <laughs> it was just disgusting. And even with yeah. that, we had like a 12 point lead in the in the fourth quarter, and Man, Ron Artest found a jump shot. He became the the original Steph Curry, <laughs> and then that was you know all she wrote. But um, but I mean, let's let's I was happy for Ron Artest though because to be real with you, the Lakers. I mean, not the Lakers. Sorry, sorry. The Pacers. Um, before that foolishness that happened up in Detroit, we was headed. We was headed to the to to the to the chip. We we were we were. Uh, he, uh, no play. No play. Uh, we was, we wait, was there. With, with uh, this was Danny Granger, Paul George, Roy Ebert. That's gone. No, 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 no. This What's was gone? this was in um, oh four, oh five. This it, it would have been the 2005 championship. What oh, Jermaine O'Neal. Was this yes. O'Neal? It was Jermaine O'Neal, um, Ron Artest. Yeah. Okay, um, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, we were, we were on our way to the to the championship. That whole that whole situation. They they 
That's why I there's so many reasons why I hate the Pistons. I don't like how they did Carmelo Anthony picking Darko Milicic. That that was some foolishness. Like then they then they followed it up with the malice at the palace. I was like, ain't nothing good ever gonna come to to Detroit. And I'm glad y'all got Kay Cunningham. He made a paper too. Like <laughs> y'all just suck, and I love it. I love that they suck so much. <laughs> I just it's great. Oh, wait, so are, are you a Pacer fan? Yeah, I mean, like Celtics is my number one team, but like, if it, if it, the Celtics ain't playing in Pacers, of course. So, how does it feel having Lance Stevenson being one of the greatest players to ever <laughs> put on a Pacer uniform? <laughs> Lance is nice, though. Yeah, Lance Brooklyn, nice. New York. Yes, yes. Yeah, facetious. No, no, no. I'm asking, like, oh, are you was that serious? Yes. Lance Stevenson helped bring Pacer Nation back. No, don't get me wrong. I love no, I love Lance Stevenson, but you said one of the, the best to ever put on the uniform. Yes, yes, yes. Lance, because for his position, he played the six man. So if you look up the best Indiana Pacers six men ever. Oh, say right? that. Say that. Huh? Say that. One of the talented. One of the most talented. One of the best ever. The sixth man, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We name, gotta name five better pacers. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Brooklyn. Hmm. <laughs> good dance. Man, to make good dance. Reggie is in my. Reggie's obviously like in my top. Loser. Um, you said right. what? Loser. Well, go ahead. Wait a second. Hold on. Are you kidding me? He's a loser. You don't, you, I feel like everybody in the world is a Reggie Miller fan. What? That doesn't you, mean he's not a loser. He's a loser. He lost this to be a loser. loser. And and that's another reason why I can't be a Laker fan. Because they took a they took a championship from us. Like, and I'm not even talking about the Celtics now. I'm talking about the yeah, Pacers. Yeah. Like we were so we were so close. Like that would have been. A Gotta great be win for Indiana, but Colts, Colts have a Colts have a Super Bowl. So, mm. Indiana, what? yeah, that's fine. I'm a Colts fan. So you got you got Reggie, yeah, Reggie. Um, I would say Paul George. He, I feel I like that. he really his heart wasn't here though. He didn't want like he he did good. Um, but he was he was ready to get up out of it. He didn't want to be here. He uh, didn't want to be here. Okay, I'll let you finish the listen and I'll, I'll, I'll jump up back on that topic. He didn't want to be here. Um, Jermaine O'Neal definitely. I would say Ron Artest is better than um, Lance Stevenson. Okay, that's four. <laughs> this fifth one is difficult because yeah, because Lance is up there. No, he's not. <laughs> he might be six, but. <laughs> you got Jalen Rose, you got Steven Jackson. Okay, well, I would um, say mm, David West. I wouldn't say David West either. I would take Lance Stevenson over David West. Okay. Shout out to Josh in the chat. Josh Jones. Not living in Indiana is hard. <laughs> um, my fifth person. That's how you know he's in the top five because you can't even pick a number five. That's what I'm saying. Lance will make him dance. Mm. Lance will make him dance. Lance make him dance. <sighs> okay, maybe. 
Brooklyn! <laughs> yeah! Brooklyn! My boy Lance made the top five Indiana Pacers of all time. Let's and go. it's on. He record. don't really, but you can't delete this the same way you would delete a tweet. So I'm going to cut this up. I'm going to put it on Twitter. We're going to go viral. Oh, sweets. Clay Thompson. Oh, shit. Wait, wait. But I want to jump back. Paul George. Um, I feel like Paul George was a great fit for Indiana. I just think he, I don't think Danny Granger was the one who should have been grooming him to, you know, develop into a superstar. I think he didn't, if he would have had that, like someone who was there, a stat, like if Jermaine O'Neal and then all of them were there, like if he had that team, he would have grown and really developed into the superstar that we all thought he would be in Indiana. Mm-hmm. But because he didn't have that, it was like he's seeing LeBron in Miami, Paul Pierce with the Celtics. Kobe with the Lakers, like it, it's it's appealing to want to be in one of these big market cities. So I think that was what really played in the Paul George. But I think he was a great fit for Indiana. Yeah, I was a little frustrated. Um, I want to say this was 2013 um, when it was the Pacers. It was either 2013 or 2014. 14, 13. It was 2013. Um, the Pacers was playing Miami in the ECF, and I remember. We was finna lose, um, and I guess Paul George had like made some comment like, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to train with LeBron this summer." And I'm like, "Why are you kissing his ass? This is still your 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 opponent. What are you doing yeah, yeah. talking about? You know?" And that kind of turned me off from him then, because like I seen this like going out the back door, and it's like you you talking about whatever and then i guess it was some people like i've never been like really like go out much type of person like i do a day party every now and then but like someone was like he would be in the club like you know drinking and stuff like the night of the games now this is hearsay but i'm like 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 if they won like he would go out and drink or something like that and be in the clubs all night and stuff like that and i'm just like that's not we that's not see Indiana, we had Kawhi. Now, <laughs> had we still had Kawhi, uh, baby, we would have we would have made some noise. But I forgot about that. I wonder who made that decision. Like, what what made them want to make that trade? That well, crazy. you know, the Pacers, Indiana, any Indiana team is gonna do whatever is in their worst interest. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even they got traded on draft night. I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. Because we had like we had like two back. It wasn't back to back. It was like I feel like we got because my brother he never. Uh, if if the Jazz hadn't got Gordon Hayward, then we would have got him, and then we wouldn't have got Paul George. Blah blah blah. So it was like I think. Paul George was like ninth, and then Kawhi was like eleven. It was like we had like a back-to-back type thing. Nine, so somebody was ten, and then Kawhi was like eleven or something yeah. like that. That's yeah. crazy. Now that I think about it, because I think it was it was Kawhi, PG, and Jimmy Butler on the same draft class. Mm-hmm. All right, let's um. Clay Thompson tweets from uh, Ambella ninety two on www.twitter.com. <laughs> um. I would never give the ball to Clay Thompson under any circumstances. <laughs> Straight demon time. Um, Clay Thompson looks like a nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I have a few that say that. 
<laughs> I bet if I try to explain why I'm not a Clay Thompson fan, y'all will probably block me. Someone take Clay Thompson weak ass out the game. Um, I know I can count on Clay. Only good if we up by 20 Thompson to put some bricks up. Um, let me see. Let me see this. Clay Thompson is only good when his team is winning. Kobe was good regardless. Ooh, let's break this down. Let's break. Oh, my stomach is Yeah. Um, Clay Thompson is only as good. Is only. I'm sorry. Clay Thompson is also only good when his team is winning. Kobe was good regardless. What do you think? What was your mindset behind that tweet? I don't remember. Was that like a reply to somebody? Uh, yes. I don't remember what the conversation was. I don't know why we were talking about Kobe and Clay in the same sentence. So, all right. So, Lakers. Somebody said this was Stone Cold Shea Jackson. Um. That's a wild name. By Word. <laughs> Lakers fans that are dissing Clay for obvious Kobe reference. Why? He grew up a Laker fan just like us. He just got drafted by the Warriors. And someone, uh, that's my DJ, said, I think because Kobe was on the bench injured talking to a heckler, Clay was talking to the players who just destroyed him and his team. And then you said, Clay Thompson is also only good when his team is winning. Kobe was good regardless. Do you remember any of that by any chance? Not really, but I mean, like, my sentiments stand the same, you know. So what's your issue with Clay Thompson? Like, what do you think? Like, He's a front runner. So basically, <laughs> um, I've never really been a Warriors fan. I like Steph. I thought Steph was really talented. Uh, or think I still do think he's really talented. Um, I was I was um, cheering for the Warriors um, in 2016, 2017, and 2018. Whenever they was playing the Cavs and they was going against LeBron, I'm a deep like. And what's crazy is I don't even think I have that many tweets about LeBron because I just don't even acknowledge him. But like, um, I just didn't want LeBron to win. Even like, I love Kyrie to death. That's if he asked me to be one of his wives, I'm packing my bags and running. But one of them? Hey. Are you on that? Okay. Hey. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not on that. <laughs> I just love Kyrie. He's <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. I feel you. That's my man. But um, yeah, so even at the expense of Kyrie, I was like, I need LeBron to lose. And I feel like that tweet about where I was saying, um, take his weak ass at the game was because um, like we were down and they were trying to come back and he was just not, it was, he just wasn't doing, doing well. And I was like, this is like, you not, you good. Like if we win in this, that's great. You excellent shooting threes, boom, bam, cool. But in the clutch, you're not, you're not, we're like, Matter of fact, <laughs> it was a Warriors game. My son was watching it, and um, it was like some seconds left on the clock, and they had to inbound the ball, get it to somebody to like – I think they needed a three to tie. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not watching it. I'm listening. And I want to say they were probably at home because I was looking to hear cheering, and I didn't hear anything cheering. And I asked my son, I was like, did they pass it to Clay? And he was like, yeah. I was like, was Steph not in the game? He was like, no, he was in the game. I was like, I would have never, like, what? Especially when Steph is an option, 
Now, granted, as much as I talked about Jordan Poole earlier, if it came down to choosing between Clay and Jordan, I'm picking Jordan. Absolutely. Not picking Clay to to, to help us finish anything. No, no, no. Oh, hell no. You violent. I, I, I was with you for the last 51 minutes and 45 seconds. But Clay that was not clutch. T- give me Jordan one Poole is? Clay has been clutch before. Jordan Poole is, the, I feel like, and as much as, like I said, I called him a con artist just about 20 minutes ago. But, like, when we lost uh, the finals last year, Jordan Poole, was, he was critical. I'm, all right. I, I just Ooh, I, there's so many ways. There's a lot going <laughs> on right now. What you said was wild, so <laughs> I just want that to to be known. But Clay um, Thompson is not clutch. He's a front runner. Jordan Poole is too. But that's what I'm saying. So now, yes, Clay Thompson's not clutch, but Jordan Poole is definitely not more trustworthy in the clutch than Clay Thompson. Mm. I would take my chances. Really bad shots. You said what? Jordan Poole takes really bad shots. Like he just throws cool. that shit. Steph Curry takes bad shots. Nah, that's the makes bad shots. He makes them. He makes them. They're bad. They're terrible shots. No, he they're not them. terrible shots. They're good shots for him. They're, they're good shots for him. They're terrible shots. If you had a child, you're not gonna tell him, hey, yeah, as soon as you get off the half court line, just gun, gun from 30 oh, feet out. You're not gonna do that. They're terrible shots. He just makes them. Okay. I mean, Kyrie Irving does the same thing. He's one of the best bad shot makers in the league. Kyrie Irving is perfection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not too much on Kyrie. I like Kyrie. Um, but I want to just address one of the things in the comments. Have you ever heard of Gematria? Yeah. I have. Something about numbers and letters and people's names and birthdays and letters and equal numbers. Yes. Okay, so with that being said, um, we have shout out to the Gematria crew that we have in here. Um, they've been definitely supporting the show for for a while now. Shout out to Zach, shout out to to Rick James, shout out to to Frank the Truth Tank that's with us right now. Um, yes, and you know they definitely opened our eyes to the world of Gematria and how it has an influence in sports. So my question for you is, do you think that the NBA is rigged? <laughs> I've said it before. Some things I do feel like are set up. Yeah. Um to a certain degree. Eh, I don't know. This this conversation can really go one of two ways. I can really just be like, absolutely. Yes. Cause sometimes I have felt like absolute like, yeah, like even when I was talking about the whole um Paul George and us playing the Heat. I was like, the Heat's gonna win because it has the narrative. Mm-hmm. LeBron has to go to the finals. LeBron has to win a ring in twenty. Uh, uh, what was that? Twenty thirteen. Like okay. it, it has to happen. So they're not gonna let little Indiana beat LeBron James. They're not gonna allow it to happen. So to to some degree, I do feel like, yeah, this it, 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 it's some things are rigged. Yeah. Okay. So then, <laughs> with that being said, so then how do you explain? Indiana beating the Knicks in that second round of the of the playoffs. I forgot. I think that was like twenty twelve, maybe. We're better. We were better than that, but not even that. But it's just like <laughs> if you put if you put Indiana in 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 the New York Knicks on the same level, like who like 
who does people really want to see? Who would people really want to see more? You think people want to see the Knicks? I don't know. It could. They could. They could. I want to see the Knicks. Nick fans are delusional. If the Knicks win a championship, they burn in the city there. Yeah. And they will. You see, the Knicks fans won one playoff game and they went crazy. That's fair. I do want them to win something for Spike Lee's sake, though. Hell what? Fuck the Knicks. <laughs> I don't want them to win shit. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Nah, I'm matter of fact, fan. I'm wrong. Let me shout out to nah, the Knicks. The city will be the city will be lit if they win. I like. I, right, late. Let me just clarify. I like the people at the Garden. I know a few people now that work at Madison Square Garden because of the work that I'm doing at my school. So shout out to them. Um, but I am not a fan of the James Dolan New York Knicks franchise. I'm never, never. I don't want them to win ever. That's fair. If he sells the team? Ever. I don't want them to win ever. I don't you care. Didn't like, you didn't like Patrick Ewing? No? Ever. Before I was born, I did not want the Knicks to win. Now that I'm here, Before I was born. <laughs> I don't want the Knicks to win. When I after I die, I will not want I'm gonna get that on my tombstone. I don't want the Knicks to win. I'm gonna get that there. I do not like the Knicks. I don't like their fans. I'm cool with the people at the garden. That's it. That's fair. That's it. Um, this is my son. My son hates all things Indiana. Really? How does that work? He does. He ha- like, oh, I, I take him to Pacer games all the time. And he's all he always cheers for the other team. And like if the Pacers win, he's highly upset. Like he doesn't like the Colts, he doesn't like the Pacers, he hates all things Indiana. That's how I feel. I don't like no New York team either. Okay. I'm I'm but on, on New York team I'll tolerate the Knicks. And that's only because I like to go against the grain because everybody likes to be in Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else. I don't like nothing else. If I had to pick one New York team to root for, it probably would be. Shit, you took the bets. That would probably be the Jets. Nah. Yeah, I like the green. I'm, you know, green. The, the Jets white, are gonna do green. good this year, though. Nah. Aaron Rodgers. Well, see, I liked Eli Manning. Oh. So let me let me just okay do y'all remember it was a commercial i don't know what kind of commercial it was it was a a, a commercial with um peyton and eli and they fathered and he goes i don't know what they was from what the commercial was promoting but i know he was like he he said pass me something and he goes not you eli peyton and let me tell you why this was an issue for me <laughs> was made. eli had two rings Peyton had one, the one here uh, that he got with uh, the Colts. Eli had two. He also beat Tom Brady <laughs> when Peyton, like, come on. And so I was just like, because me, I would have been like, I'm not doing this commercial. I have two, I have two Super Bowls. What do you mean? Like, what? And then they finally gave. Peyton another Super Bowl with uh the Broncos, but I was whoa, like, whoa, 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 they didn't give us that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Manning fan. Come on, come on. You, you've been shitting on everything I did this whole time. Lakers <laughs> delusional, giving us championships and shit. That's What's crazy. Good? They gave y'all that 2010 championship. They gave that to y'all. Uh, nah, nah. 2009, y'all might have did y'all thing, but 2010 was given. I'm a, I'm a Peyton Manning fan, so. I like Peyton too. I like Peyton. 
I just I didn't like that commercial. So I, I, I said all that to say when um, Eli won the Super Bowl in Indianapolis uh, against Tom Brady, he mm. became like a hero for me. So you were talking about like, you know, New York teams that you like and all this and other. So that just kind of came to mind. I feel like Indianapolis. Tom Brady win in Indianapolis. Like that was that couldn't have happened. So Eli took care of that. I appreciate it. But go ahead. No, I was gonna say I feel like Indianapolis or Indiana in general is a really underrated sports state. Um, Thank you. I think, I think y'all got a lot of good basketball players. Thank you. Um, y'all got a lot. Y'all y'all are solid in football. Solid in football. Um, but as a, just a state that produces a lot of good talent, Indiana needs to get his props. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like Desmond Bain, like he is good. He is good. And I think I might be saying that because he's kind of cute too, but like he's really good. And I'm like, he from Richmond, Indiana, which is like, it's not far from Indy. Like it's not far at all. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel bad for George Hill because I feel like every time he, uh, <laughs> he leave a team, they win a championship or like, the team, like he'll go to a championship team. I and didn't then, even think about that. Yo, that's funny. Y'all got, um, <laughs> of course, Larry Bird, Indiana State product. Indiana, um, yes. Cody Zeller, who's currently on the Miami Heat, I believe. You said who? Cody Zeller. Oh yeah, yeah. Back up big for the Miami Heat. Um, ain't Austin Reeves from Indy? I mean, not Indy. He's from Indiana, though, right? Oh. Austin Rivers? Austin Rivers? No, Austin, Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves? I think he's, oh, he's the best one to come out of Indiana, though. I'll tell you that right now. If he's just Hold on. I think he's from Indiana. He's from somewhere. I'm about to look. Oh, y'all got the big O, Oscar Robinson. Um, Sean Kemp. Robinson, Oscar, the Oscar Robinson, he, um, him and my uncle, um, went to, uh, Christmas Addicts together. No, he's from... Arizona. It's somebody it's a it's a white basketball player that is from Indiana. He's like a role player. He know was it is it Duncan Robinson? I think that let me see. Caruso? Caruso. Nah, Caruso black. He's from Harlem. <laughs> Russo definitely from Harlem. Um while you look that up, I got Sean Kemp, George McInnes, um, Glenn Robinson, Big Dog Robinson, Zach Randolph, right. Darius Garland. Gordon. Gordon Haywood. Oh, I didn't know you were from Indianapolis. Gordon Haywood? Mm-hmm. Gordon Haywood. He, well, Brownsburg, but yeah. Uh, so it's here in Indianapolis. Um, Mike Conley, Scott Skiles, George Hill, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, yeah. I don't know who this is. Calbert Cheney? Who? Calbert Cheney? I don't know. And Dick Van Arsdale. Yeah, that's going back to like the 40s. Yeah, black people were doing a lot of different things at that time. <clears throat> but yeah, I, uh, my, my overall point was that you guys have. Um, Jeff T. Did you say Jeff T? Sorry. Didn't. Oh, he's, from, he's from over there too? Yeah, they got Hoopers, man. That The Indiana Chicago area, is like they just produce a lot of, a lot of good basketball talent. That doesn't get uh, recognized. But I want to um, ask you a different question. Okay. Who's your greatest player of all time and why? I don't like answering this question. 
because I don't like any anybody who could be considered a goat like that. I'm not a fan. I'm not really a fan of. So who's your? <laughs> okay, right, let me rephrase the question. Um, who's your favorite player of all time? Um. Mm. Hmm. I go through phases. I don't really have a a favorite player that's just been my favorite player of all forever. I did my top five. Can I do my? Can I give you my top five? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. I had. I feel like y'all gonna laugh at me. I have Paul oh, Pierce yeah, over here because he's he's my the big three. So like Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen, like they were my. They, that they're the reason why I love my Celtics so much. That that's when I became, you know, Celtics fan. Um, so Paul Pierce was here. They all in your top five? No, 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 no. no. I was just saying oh. Paul Pierce. Oh, I'm trying to make a case for Paul Pierce because I know as soon as I mention him, people start trying to come for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like Paul, he's in my he's in my top five. Kobe Bryant, um, Reggie Miller, oh, shit. Steph Curry. What? And um, I don't remember who my fifth person was. It wasn't Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Or, like, Michael Jordan's cool. Um, I would say he's better than anybody like LeBron. He's better than LeBron. Who's better than LeBron? Michael Jordan. Hell no. But let me tell you why. In the oh. era that in the era that that Michael Jordan played in, LeBron would not. LeBron is such a crybaby. He would never like they were literally playing football back in in uh, Michael Jordan's day. Now, like you can't breathe on these players without flagrance and stuff. It is no like LeBron. He's a princess. It, no. no. All right, you have that, but now who's to say LeBron wouldn't have been able to adjust? Because you got to understand, he came I mean, in. Absolutely. And that and the game was very physical back then. Absolutely. So we can't, we can't but, just say he was playing in, in a cupcake league his whole life. But do you see how much the league has changed it changed just to cater to LeBron? I the only thing I'm gonna say the league catered to Jordan too. They literally moved the three-point line up <laughs> like Jordan. Uh, Literally, I, I, I was with you until you, you Literally was the three-point lineup for that man. His best three-point shooting performance was the year they moved the lineup for Michael Jordan. That old clip where he does this shit with the six threes, the three-point line was moved up, but nobody ever talks about that. My oh. brother, my brother is not a Michael in, in the least. Like, no, he no, he calls him a. What does he call him? Um, Howard Howard Stern? Not Howard Stern. What does he call him? Um, who used to be the uh, commissioner before uh, Adam Silver? Yeah, he calls him his stepson. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Jordan, Jordan was the best. Uh, yeah, I like I I him. I like him. But I, I feel like LeBron is definitely the greatest player of all time. I feel like he's the best player of all time. I feel like he is the most complete player of all time. There is no weakness in LeBron James's game. He's very talented. Very talented. I will never take his talent away from him. But he's a crybaby. He's – I don't like how LeBron moves. I don't like that um, you, you like – you 
plan like one minute you in Cleveland. He should have kept his ass in Cleveland. He should have did his whole 20 some year career in Cleveland. Nah, hell no. Yes. Who, who wants to live in Cleveland? It doesn't matter. Ooh, it doesn't matter. matter. You got to raise your family in Cleveland. That's irrelevant. You Wait. are all. He's all of it. Like you went to Miami and you yes. you stayed that you you built this mega team in Miami. So and you could win. So you could. So you could win. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you went back to Cleveland to give them a sympathy ring, and then you went Hollywood. And like my thing is, you, everywhere you go, you want to be general manager, coach and player you want to build everything around you you want to get people fired get people traded you act like a crybaby everything is oh my show my show my show me 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 how can i win um jordan helped his team to win kobe helped his team to win so like i would even put kobe over lebron james in that aspect lebron wants every he wants to walk into the perfect situation then everything go his way and then it, when it when it don't go his way, then he then oh who who can I get cut? Who can I get fired? I don't like that. So with that being said, I like that. I every, like that. I actually really like what you said. Everywhere LeBron has gone, he's won. Like we just said, um, he came into the league in two thousand and three. Him alone, he has four rings. How many franchises? Not players. Franchises have more rings than LeBron since he can been in the Okay, league. okay. Let's 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 have this conversation because why aren't we talking about Tim Duncan? Okay. He was in the league longer, but okay. But I'm saying like we we have these conversations about like greats and we want to talk about rings and championships, but like why is Tim Duncan not in this conversation more often? Because Tim Duncan wears sketchers. He wears sketchers and dungarees. Yeah, that's why that's why. And he's boring. Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody, his, 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 he only did that fucking backboard shot. Nobody else knows him for nothing else. And he eats licorice. Yeah, he black licorice at that. Oh my gosh, this you're you're having. He's like a fifteen. <laughs> Damn, why did we just go? This is the truth. But but you know what? I love that he's laid back. That he's not flashy, showy. I want everybody to kiss my ass. Like I love that. I love that about him. I love that. Um, and I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair. Granted, to me, 2014 was like two years ago, but like I don't think it's fair that the Spurs get the number one draft pick. Y'all just won a championship not that long ago, and now y'all already got the number one. Give it to somebody who ain't won nothing, like the Pacers. Like, why are we not ever? I just, I don't know. But back to Tim Duncan. Sorry, I kind of, I, I, I went on the tangent there because I was upset, but. I just feel like, I mean, he has more rings than um, LeBron, and no one. We don't, we don't talk, we don't discuss him being not the same way that, you know, it's always Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. Oh, I got Tim Duncan in my top five greatest players ever. Also, can we also let's be clear? LeBron has three rings and a ring pop. Wait, wait, what? He has three rings and a ring pop. What the hell is that? What is a ring pop? <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't, and this may be the Celtics fan in me, but I, that, that pandemic COVID, this oh, world. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not, doing that. We're not, we're not going to discredit the, the Disney ring. We're not, we're not going to do that. 
The bubble ring. They was scrimmaging. They was scrimmaging. That was the most difficult ring in NBA. What is my dad says that too? And I'm like, I don't get they were scrimmaging. What are you? Oh, they were not. This was the only time in basketball history where it was 24-7 basketball. There was no outside noise. There was no strippers at the at on the dance floor. There was no getting turned up over there. It's we go play basketball, yeah, we go, we go to our room. That was literally Adam Wojnarowski, however you say his name, no disrespect to Woj, but he had this great analogy. He said, okay, yeah, I'm going to hear it. This, this was the Kobe Bryant bubble. This is what, if Kobe Bryant was the GM, or I mean, was the commissioner, this would be the NBA. We're in a bubble. Y'all not doing none of this extra shit. None of this extra shit. Y'all not going to be in with the media over there. Y'all not going to be with, nah, no family, no nothing, none of that. Basketball. Locked in. Wouldn't that make it easier? To me, that makes it easier because it's just like, if I'm not doing nothing but this, how can I not do nothing but this? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, basketball is harder when there's distractions, is it not? No, it's easier. If I'm on the floor drunk, I don't care what was going on. I don't care if he go go for 25, 30. I'm lit. I'm high. I'm drinking. I'm chilling. It is what it is. But now when it's 24-7 basketball and I know for a fact my opponent is probably going to be at their best, I got to stay locked in. TJ Warren went off for, was going off for 40. That's how locked in he was. We was never heard do. of him after the bubble. Nothing else to do for, for ball. Well, that was it. That was it. That was basketball at its peak. It sounds now, like basketball camp to me. Yo, this is crazy. This sounds like basketball camp. It sounds like the right basketball camp. No. And honestly, and 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 to to your point, I see what you're saying. Like, if, if this is all, if everybody's locked in and focused, and this is what we're doing, but I could, I could also say the reverse. I could you saying like, oh, if I'm drunk, high, well, I don't care, blah blah. But I could just be like, like we here. I don't want to be here. I can't do nothing. We ain't doing nothing but playing basketball. I don't get. I don't care about winning this championship. Like, how do you not? How do you not know that it was people that with that mentality? Like, oh, this ain't no real. Ain't no fans here. This is dumb. We just in the gym shooting around. Like, I don't care. I mean, you that that's a fair fair point. I feel like there are numerous players that have come out and said that the bubble ring was the hardest ring because of some of the reasons that I mentioned. Um, but sidebar, I want to give a shout out to my boy, Thay. Thay in the building. My guy, Thay in the Hi. building. Thay showing love. That's, that's that's the bro hand right there. Him and Josh. I told, I told Thay to change his Twitter name. This was when we were in college. I told him to change it to Thay after me, like Thay after me. Thay after uh, me. He never did. Never did. It's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the 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 bubble ring, I feel like is a very underrated ring, probably the hardest ring an NBA player um ever won. But even with that, Jordan had the lockout ring. Don't nobody hold that against him. Why are we holding the bubble ring against LeBron? Like every every like player had one of those. Lakers. Lakers. Anybody else could have won, and I wouldn't be saying this, but I don't like LeBron. I don't like the Lakers. So Mickey Mouse ring to me. That's just disrespect. And I also don't like the fact that once they won, then now they tied with the Celtics for the most championships. They're going to be like, oh, I'm, no, we have 17 championships that we won in a real championship setting. 
the Lakers have 16 and one that they won at basketball camp. So. <laughs> Yo, <disrespectful. laughs> All right. Um, it's 930. Uh, we got time for maybe one or two more. You want to switch it? Switch it to what? Not basketball, not sports related. Um, that's up to Amber. Uh, you want to keep a sports or you want to jump into something else? I'm just on a ride. All right, cool. Well, which one of the questions we posted in there for you do you want to see? Um. Don't make me choose, guys. What do you want? <laughs> I'm trying to make it easier for you. I know. I appreciate it, but I'm just here. So let me know. Um, all right, let's just do one relationship. Um, can a relationship be successful? Thank if- you, Ray. Sorry, I just want to make a quick, quick point. Okay. Go ahead. Five, the Lakers, the Minnesota Lakers, and that's what I be saying all the time to my the Laker friends, I'd be like, are you a, a L.A. Laker fan or a Minnesota Laker fan? Once we figure that out, then we'll have this conversation about chance. <laughs> so go ahead. Shout out to the Minneapolis fans. I was, you know, real day ones. They, uh, that was a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the question. Uh, no, nah, let's not do that. Um What I was going to say, can a relationship be successful if the woman is the breadwinner? Okay. I like this question. So um, I think it can. I feel like a a relationship can be successful under any circumstances. Um, I do feel like that men are designed to lead. um, And so whatever that looks like in the relationship, I feel like it's a better chance of being successful when like the man, I see the man as the CEO, the woman as the COO. And so um, that means the man is like the leader making like the decisions. And then the woman is like in charge of like making sure the operations are going as they should. And so um, as far as like being the breadwinner, I mean, I look at it like, especially when you're married, it's not really her money or his money. Like y'all should be together working as a team. So whatever, for example, if I'm um, making more money than my um, husband or boyfriend, not really my boyfriend, I'm speaking from a married perspective um, because I'm not going to share my funds with my boyfriend the same way I would with my husband. Like a boyfriend, like if he was like, hey, babe, I'm in trouble. I need your help. Then sure. But I, mean? I'm not going to have a bank account with my boyfriend, basically. Is what, I'm saying. what if you've been um, together for a long time and, he's, and you're living together? No, still? No. No. no, no I, th- I think some things are reserved for a legal marriage. That's just how I see it. Um, but um like yeah if my husband like if i if i'm making 100k a year my husband's making 40 right i'm not looking at it i'm not gonna try to little boy my husband right like you're still the leader of this family whatever we make we're gonna take care of the bills with it take care of the kids with it and then from there like you know whatever's extra we just figure it out but like you know i i definitely feel like Women being the breadwinner, I feel like men more so have an issue with it um, than women do. I know some women say, like, um, I don't like, like, there was, like, a woman who was like, I wouldn't date a bus driver, blah, 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 blah. Let, let me tell you something, sweetheart. I'm not checking for a man's 
job. You have a job. You have a career. You're doing something constructive with your life. Are you an alcoholic? Because um, I wouldn't date an alcoholic. I wouldn't marry an alcoholic. I wouldn't marry someone who's abusive. I wouldn't marry someone who doesn't um, feel like my opinion matters. Like th that's someone I wouldn't marry. A bus driver is not. He, it's at the very, 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 very bottom of the list of men I wouldn't marry. And most likely it's not because he's a bus driver. It's because of something, something differently, different. Sorry. And so, like, I think a lot of times um, people like look at situations where the woman makes more money and they um, use it to emasculate the man. And I'm just like, it, there's so much other things to like to be worried about and be concerned about. Like, we talking about numbers, numbers in a bank account. Like, <laughs> we do we even take phys physical money out of our bank accounts anymore? Like, we're talking about like numbers like I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say like money is literally just numbers in an account and the number changes like every so often like when you get paid it changes when you buy something change the number changes or whatever I'm not about to my relationship is not about to be focused on like who's got the bigger number at whatever time like I just don't I don't see it that way. So I, I definitely think relationship can be successful. The woman is the breadwinner, but it just takes two people to like really look at like, what is it that I want out of this relationship? And, you know, how, how like how are we going to move forward? Because it's numbers. What we're talking about numbers, you know, so, that's me. I mean, I appreciate that answer. Uh, I thought that I forgot her name. Uh, the woman who said the thing about the bus driver, but she no, nah, it wasn't B Simone. It was somebody. It was the the girl who's a lawyer. She's like a lawyer. I want to say she's AK. Um, she did the show with Joe Budden. I, I got her face, but I can't remember her yeah, name. Yeah. But yeah, she said something along the lines of, "I I wouldn't date the bus driver, but if he owned the bus, then I would date him." And then her and Envy got into it because Envy's like, "Don't um." Don't try to belittle the working class people because it's the working class people that give you um, the money that you get from your book sales. Your Ebony Williams, yes. Thank you, Thay. Um, Ebony Williams, yes. The people who go to your tours, people who buy your books, who people who watch your shows, those are all working class people. So when you say that you're too good for someone of that um, stature, then you're pretty much shitting on everybody who supports you. And he wasn't really for that. She was trying to clarify it and like kind of not rephrase, but just clarify. Yeah, she was just trying to clarify her statements. And I think he was basically saying that, you know, you had you could have good intentions and still have a bad impact on someone. And she just wasn't, he wasn't. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, though. Everything you said was spot on. I don't even have a rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so it's it's one twenty. Um, we have to get ready for our next show. Unfortunately, um, not well, fortunately, but unfortunately, you know, we have we have to kind of close this out. Unfortunately, but fortunately, we're gonna <laughs> be meeting with some uh, other guests soon. Um, but. We would love your feedback. How did you enjoy the experience of being on 40 Central? Is this something that you would ever be open to doing again? Absolutely. 
I yeah, talking to you guys was great. I appreciate y'all so much for having me. Just thank you for inviting me to be on the show and just you know let me talk talk crazy a little bit. Um, it was totally fun. I didn't even realize it's been like an hour and a half. That's crazy. I feel like we've been talking for about twenty minutes. So yeah, yeah, dope, real dope. On you, like when we come back and we don't talk about sports, it gets crazier than that. Because if you feel like that was talking crazy, it's, you know, <laughs> it, it gets worse. Like if we, I, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like if it was just us three talking, then I probably would be a little different. But I'd be like, I don't know who who can hear me. Like, so. I feel you. Jason Tatum might catch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, who watched my story once? So I'm sorry. I know y'all gotta get off, but he watched my. I went to when the um, Celtics came to play the Pacers here. I went to the game and I recorded it, and he watched my story. And like my story was like talking shit about him, just talking shit, talking shit, talking shit. <laughs> and then I just had one video of him like he shot like a three-pointer and missed it but then he went got his own rebound and made the shot and i tagged him in it and he watched it so i'm nervous as i'm looking he literally only watched that one when i was like <laughs> i was gonna be blocked but, yeah. that's what's up well thank you so much amber we appreciate you um it's been a pleasure if you're if you're watching and you're not subscribed please subscribe to 40 central um if you haven't taken the link and shared it with a friend take the link and share it with a friend uh this episode will be on our 40 central network page on youtube if you um know somebody who could benefit from this great conversation uh we really hope that this is not the last time you're here hopefully let's you know let's put in the universe now Next year, for my class's 10-year anniversary, we fly out to DePaul. We do an episode. For we? Like we, like all, all of right. us. Like we all fly right. out. Amber, come down. You come down to, to the castle. And yeah. um, that'd be fire. Yeah, let's do that. Let's I think that'll it. be dope. Thay, shout out to Thay if he's still here. Um, I hope he he fly out there, make it happen. Uh, Josh, I know Josh is, I think Josh is still in here if you are. Is it? Come out here. Uh, it's usually in June, is it? Yeah, it's like not, not this June. Right? First, second week of June. Yeah, something like that. No, no, no. This this is her ten year, right? Yeah, this year is my ten year. Jimmy's yeah. is next year. Yeah, so mine's mine's is next year. So, so let's yeah, start looking. Let's, let's, let's make it happen. Start making that shit happen now. Now, if if you if Amber says right now that she's going, I'm going. Okay. I'm hey! Hey! Right, you gonna have me out of Indiana. Yes, yes, we go into the streets. Take it to the castle. Let's go. Yes. All right. So, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Um, thank you so much. We'll debrief um, off air, and yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And if you ever come up, yo, then you gotta come on, you gotta come on. Uh, you got to. Have you ever person. been to New York? Never. What? Oh yeah. Now, now, got, now you have a reason yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta make that happen. Okay. Yeah, you gotta come out to New York definitely for for episode. That'll be dope. Yeah. So, um, don't hang up. Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit after. Uh, we will. We're gonna take like a thirty minute. What time is it? It's nine forty three. All right, so we'll be back on in like thirty minutes. Forty minutes. We're gonna set everything up. Um, we got uh, blunt wisdom coming up here in a few. Yep. Um, yep. 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 We have uh, Nautic. I don't know. I don't know if I said it right, but um, that's the that's the guest that will be here, and um, we'll see y'all later. All right, um, Amber, let them know where they can follow you. Yes, 
My Instagram as well as my Twitter is at Ambella, A-M-B-E-L-L-A 92. All right, and um, the streets want to know if your DMs are open. Uh, okay, we ain't, we ain't gonna have to answer that no more. <laughs> okay, streets just wanted to know. The streets just wanted to know. All right, um, but yeah, don't hang up, don't hang up. He's been asking, for yeah, you know, the, days. yeah, you know, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm playing. <laughs> think <we're joking. laughs> the streets want to know, the streets want to know. Um, but no, oh, don't hang what, up. That's what we need, huh? <laughs> See, the streets want to know. The streets want to know. You see the eyes pop up. Um, but yeah, don't hang up. We're going to end the live and then we'll just chop it up with you real quick. All right. Appreciate y'all for watching. Uh, we'll be back on in about the next 30 minutes. So we got another great episode for y'all coming up soon. Appreciate y'all. Have a great night. Oh, no, have a great night. I'm going to see y'all soon. So, yeah, don't go nowhere.